0: Welcome back to the World of No Sport Podcast, where actually I've got a wee bit of sport to talk about, and a wee bit of no sport to talk about, and a wee bit of sports news to talk about. I'll it. be grand. Oh, I'll be fantastic.
1: I hate it. You trying to sound <laughs> productive? No. <laughs> What? You're trying to <laughs> seduce Duncan Is that it? That's what it is. Welcome back Duncan <laughs> Welcome back Duncan Our, our favourite guest this Podcast is dedicated to you and you alone
0: Alright uh, this is the Duncan Duncan Educational Podcast Series Episode 33.1 Today Duncan learns about <laughs> The Community Shield What's that? more known as the Charity Shield uh, Leo Messi's hanging about, Yannick and Gakwe doing some bits. Uh, there's, there's things flying at the NBA. Uh, Washington are having to go around and knock on the doors of the, all the teams next to them so they can announce that they're sex offenders. Uh, and uh, Formula One has had a bit of a boring time driving around in Belgium. Don't know why, what they were doing there, whatever that is. And then after all that, we're going to get into the draft. We're going to get some draft beer because we have done our fantasy draft over here at the World of No Sport in our uh, league of choice. And we're going to go over that. We're going to give you the good, the bad and the ugly. Uh, And there was a lot of ugly. (laughs) In (laughs) other words,
1: we're not not just on about Matthew.
0: (laughs) No, it was... uh, Even your hair left you, Connor. Kapow. It was it was a terse it was a terse affair. There were words flying. There were gifts being sent in the chat. Were, uh, it was a war zone. There were there were facetious polls being put in the chat, asking asking. Uh, <laughs> uh,
1: if, some, you took, uh, if you took if you took over very obvious questions. So if you took over twenty <laughs> seconds, they make your pick, and your name was Jeremy. Uh, you were abused relentlessly.
2: If you took over one second at one point yes, What a scumbag As <laughs> his, his, his countdown
0: started I fired a text out. Yeah so, it was. his girlfriend wishes
1: he was that slow
0: It was quite the evening It was quite the evening but thankfully it's finished Because uh, I happened Very late in the morning for me I had to get up at 3am to do this thing But the things that we do For fancy football Anyhow let's crack on Right into the news <clears throat> Uh, Connor, Yannick Ngakwe, where is he going? What's he doing? Uh, Yannick Ngakwe is going to the uh,
1: Minnesota Vikings, so he's taking his pass rush ability to the NFC North uh, to get embarrassed by the likes of Taylor Decker, one of the better left tackles in the league.
0: All right. And yes. What um, do? You- What do the Jags get in exchange?
1: Uh, The Jags get a second round pick next year along with a fifth round pick, a conditional fifth round pick that can go up to a fourth round pick if he is elected to the Pro Bowl and it can go up to a third round pick if the Vikings win the Super Bowl. So at most it'll be a fourth round pick. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm assuming nice a- opposing business. fans, and since the Pro Bowl is voted for, I'm going to assume uh, the rest of the NFC North are definitely going to go for it. Along with Jacksonville fans, we'll try and vote him in.
2: Yeah, he's going yeah. to see unreal outpourings of support.
1: Yeah, it's uh I, he's another one of the Jacksonville Jaguars' amazing 2017 defense. They leave.
0: It seems. It seems to be just Miles Jack. Staying yeah, they, they're they they seem to be quite One good at letting numbers. people go out the door at the moment. Um, this this to me almost kind of smells like a what is that? Is that a, is that a glass box that has an animal living inside? Because it smells like a tank.
1: Um, you say that, but what would they have done? Yannick Ngakwe was the only one to have not signed his uh, franchise tender, so he would have refused to play yeah. this year if he didn't get drafted or didn't get traded. So, this this just is true. the exact same. It's the exact same. Like they're in the exact same situation as if they didn't have Yannick, or if they did have Yannick Ngakwe, just sitting around doing the hunt. That still doesn't they got mean they're not tanking. Round pick.
2: It just means they could be tanking even more now. I want they say were the we're to say going tanking. They're clearly not
1: tanking if they drafted. Uh, if they bloody spent so much money on Joe Schobert, a average enough middle linebacker as well as paying Tyler Eifert who is like a 30 year old tight end so the tanking doesn't make sense they're going to obviously try and win as many games as possible but they kind of so know they're limited about so six probably and uh, with a QB as good as Gardner Minshew they might end up winning that six And just completely ruining uh, their future No one properly commits to the tank No one Tanking is a myth in the NFL You saw the I Dolphins know. The Dolphins apparently had the worst team ever last year And they ended up with five wins Well, well the yeah. Bengals
0: The Bengals seem to commit to the tank uh, I think I mean, the Bengals they,
1: were the Bengals, no. They pulled the Andy Dalton
0: when they had to The Bengals they only like, committed to the tank When they realised they good. lost
1: like eight games in a row
0: better, than ever. Uh, better I mean, than, st- than ever they
1: started yeah they started off the year with the most pass attempts in the league and they had the. Yeah. they almost beat the Seahawks um, oh. and then got destroyed the week after so I think that points more towards the Seahawks inconsistencies than anything
0: yeah I, I, I still think that it, it seemed fairly clear at a certain point like or roughly I guess halfway through the season everyone more or less knew that the Bengals weren't looking to do anything this year and that they weren't really trying that hard to win games and the Bengals um, front office and coaching staff made this painfully clear when they're pulling Andy Dalton from the game you know it's it's on his birthday. something that you do yeah on his on his birthday it's no the on birthday that always just gets adding me. insult to injury well, all,
1: what I'll say as well is that the, the Bengals once they realised there was nothing going on they also had a third round QB that they drafted that the, that year so they may as well put him in for a few games and see if he's the future
0: yeah but like in the fourth quarter when the game is already over or something like that you just want to get a few snaps see sense. how he feels not for an entire game you know not not well, for a yeah, whole if,
1: if, if he looks alright in training like Bollastie you got an Andy Luce you stick him in not on a man's birthday <laughs> yeah I mean that was brutal especially after Andy Dalton had he put up with the Bengals as much as the Bengals had he put up with him
0: yeah, I think Andy Dalton definitely had to put up with more than the Bengals had to put up with the Bengals had to put oh, up with Dalton getting dragged baller. into the playoffs uh,
1: just a, a wee note as well the Bang, the uh, Andy Dalton has very yellow teeth for a, a rich man
0: <laughs> this is a really odd point of critique to level at Andy Dalton
1: yeah I mean mate
0: sh- if you can afford good teeth get good teeth well maybe it's just the uh, the red light reflecting off his hair maybe
1: still so the paler you are the the darker they'll look.
0: Yeah, so those are some of the, the some of the machinations, some of the movings on going on in the NFL. Uh, um, what this means not- uh
1: for the Vikings as well, this is a very good yeah. is a good it's a decent replacement for Everson Griffin. Uh Yannick and is obviously a very good pass rusher, but he does not play the run very well. Uh so he could be very much exploited. The uh there's been an injury as well for Everson Griffin in camp and he's missed ten training sessions in a row. So, yeah. don't know how bad that is. Hopefully, it's just awful, and he might miss the season. Um, and they also had <laughs> Michael Pierce. Uh, they also had Michael Pierce sitting out, who was their big uh, uh, their Lindvall yeah. Joseph replacement that they spent a decent amount of money on on free agency. He's opting out because of the yeah. uh, coronavirus. So, uh, running teams will uh, <laughs> actually the, the Lions might actually have a run game in two games this year. Yeah. <laughs>
0: exciting times for DeAndre There's Swift, or something there. Well, oh, no, did Could you carry not say Swift's injured?
1: Doesn't he? You're talking over each other, lads. Classic. Yeah, we made the
0: same
2: point. Carry on, Johnson's got an e-brace on, but he might play. But Swift's got some sort of problem
1: Yeah, well, DeAndre Swift's five eight, and you're not going to tell him to run through the tackles. <laughs> at least not at the start of the year. Carry on, yeah. Johnson's a bit sturdier. Yeah.
0: I say sturdy he's a beggar
1: <laughs> he's not sturdy at all the lad's a fucking mess he's like oh well. very
0: fine glass yeah in uh, in other um, not exactly related NFL news but I guess uh, moving to uh, to a different NFC team uh, the Eagles have had yet another season ending injury which is just so great so thankful I love it Um, you know having season ending injuries now has become such a theme for the team that we don't even wait until the season starts to have them uh, just you know whenever I guess at home when you're resting on the sofa I mean at this point like Carson Wentz is gonna reach over to grab his TV remote and he's gonna like tear his metatarsal or some shite it's absolutely insane but uh, so after having lost uh, Brandon Brooks who is the, the right guard um, for the Eagles? Who was uh, an all pro player, just a great, great player, really good with the run game, great in protection, just kind of all round solid, solid player. So he has a season ending injury, tears his Achilles, I believe. And now in camp, uh, Andre Dillard has done something to his biceps and now needs he's surgery and, and he's going to be out for the season. So, oh,
1: jeepers. Nick, you know, it's a crying <sighs> shame. So, Christian the Eagles would just have to stick with their all proof center, their all proof right tackle, their Hall of Fame Jason Peters. May, may hard. Well, Jason Peters?
0: <laughs> Jason Peters was um, was almost out the building because uh, they were because they were going to move on to to Andre Dillard. You know, they were going to like be like, "All right, okay, we know it might be like, I guess, a bit of a step down for the moment, but we're gonna we're gonna move to Andre Dillard. He's going to cost us a lot less money. Um, we're going to." you know take some time he's gonna take some games to maybe like get up to speed but then he should be all right um you know they drafted him high they want to get something back from that yeah and then and then he goes and i don't know tears a muscle or something i'm not sure exactly what's happened to him it's it's something to do with his biceps i don't know if it's a muscle tear or it's yeah all right
1: um well well allegedly as well allegedly in training andre dillard was looking utterly brutal in terms of like, he wasn't, he, you know, he was looking pretty poor for a first round pick. Well, yeah, so we'll see. i mean, you get see. you know who you, you get finally? You get your sixth round pick from a few years ago, the rugby boy. I can't pronounce uh, yeah. his name. Hala Peter or whatever his name is. Jordan Jordan Mylata. Jordan Mylata, The Australian fella. Yeah. See, even so Mylata sounds like left tackle if you just decide to pronounce it. My left tackle, my uh, He's, he's going to end
0: up... He's gonna end up playing. That's so much. than I Thought it would be probably, which is which is hilarious. I mean, to be fair, the lad is enormous, so he can't like. He uh, worst comes to worst, he can just stand there and be an immovable brick wall for Wentz to kind has, of hide behind.
1: He has seventy four trucking in Madden this year. He is that the highest. What's that, Connor? Thing. He has seventy four trucking in Madden this year. So we <laughs> put him as a running back. And you he could put him, him as job. a fullback or a running yep, back. Yeah. Here you are. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right then. Purely, okay, so, because so he's... purely because he's a former rugby player, and yeah, there's all yeah. these clips of him destroying a hundred and sixty-pound white men.
2: Well, they're probably a lot bigger than that. But yeah. <laughs> I don't know, Connor. You're probably not far off a hundred and sixty pounds. Uh,
1: I am heavier than a hundred sixty pounds. I am one hundred and seventy-two. Well then Which is
0: shonky for me. Yeah, they probably are. But maybe look we'll joking. fix that. We'll fix that eventually. Anyhow, uh, so that that uh, that kind of throws throws some complications in there. But we're we're going to see how that moves on um, as things go on. Uh, staying uh, staying in the in the US uh, for a wee bit. Uh, the other piece of NFL news is that the Washington Post have just released uh, some more information. Some more. Um, some more uh, articles uh, covering the allegations and the uh, the whole kind of like drama that's going on i say drama drama might seem a bit of a flippant term because some of this stuff could be like really really bad if it turns out to to be true um about the uh the uh washington football team soon to be renamed the washington sex offenders Uh, they are they they are alleged to have created sort of like um, almost like blooper reels of like indecent exposure moments of cheerleaders or like bits where someone's you know someone's uh, skirt fell down a bit too much or like a shot where oh someone's leaning over a little bit too much and kind of compiled those together and then they would like pass them around the office or some stuff it is absolutely it's just just in my stuff it's just for Dan Snyder's spank bag Basically and, and Dan Snyder is now trying to pretend that like he knew nothing about any of this and like he's 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 going around with the fucking like shocked Pikachu face being like, Oh my god, I didn't know any of this. Yeah. <laughs> and it's great this that he's all, got a by the way, he's got, a, reeks he's got a Twitter of Dan account. Snyder.
1: Dan Schneider Does has he? a Twitter account now. But it's not one Fuck you would follow or comment on. It is just one that exists so he can lurk so if I make this <laughs> the if I make Dan Schneider's Spank Bank the title then yeah, yeah. know he might see it <laughs> <laughs> that's what is that our new target um, audience just, Duncan uh, and fucking Dan Schneider
0: there you are we, tell we, him tell already, he can,
1: we've already got one of the Gronk brothers <laughs> like <in> our Twitter
0: <laughs> he can uh, Dan Schneider can uh, can subscribe to our OnlyFans and get uh, Matthew's uh, boob reveal if he wants to Um, A few dollars, I don't know We'll get you a Washington uh, Washington team skirt I
1: don't know,
2: it's whatever you can throw at me Basically a busker Okay
0: Fantastic Alright, so we are officially loaning Matthew out for services Uh, Get in touch if you're interested He is a big man He can fill a big hole in your heart Yeah, Connor thinks 172 Uh, This is
1: fantastic, my internet is absolute (laughs) trash On this pod it so, always has been Is that why you're well, moving to Wales it's not my Get fault that I'm it. in the I'm just in the top right corner of the house alright so I start so, drifting from the home internet to the extension internet yeah oh sorry Popper. humble brag uh, we have an extension <laughs>
0: <laughs> alright crossing over to the uh, other side of the Atlantic now some uh, more traditional uh, kind of normal sports for normal people soccer uh, Soccer. That was we the have... worst
2: sound you've ever made.
0: Why did you sound like Psyduck <laughs> <laughs> Okay, all right. Lionel Messi is basically free Going Messi. through hashtag free Messi. <laughs> basically going through a divorce right now. It seems. Yeah. The the impression that I get from all this is that Barcelona are kind of like crying with their mascara running down their face and standing in front of the door and they've hid the keys and they've locked it and they're standing in front of it and they're crying and like pulling on leo's shirt telling him that he can't leave he's not allowed to leave he needs to stay and leo's like what did i do to deserve this i just want to go home please let me out the house
2: like some of the language they're using is terrifying. Like, the the La Liga will not compla- or cooperate with any attempt to register him uh, with another club unless his seven hundred million euro buyout clause is paid. So they're just not going to take anyone on unless they say, yeah. "I will pay you €700 million.
0: Yeah, no, it's it, it's it's odd, isn't it? It's 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 pretty weird. So, in, in a sense because there was there was a thing recently that came out where Leo had uh, had been had there had been this thing about like oh there's medicals coming up there's like Barcelona like team medicals coming up like he needs to come and do the medical and Leo sent in this thing being like I'm not going to any medicals up yours basically and, yeah. um, and then they got this thing back saying like oh he has to comply with this and that and that because he's still part of the club and then Leo's like uh, no I'm not not part of the club anymore I have activated my release clause, I'm no longer a member of the team, I don't owe you anything, I'm a free agent, I have no relationship with Barcelona anymore whatsoever. And and that's kind of where the, the legal dispute lies because it's, it's a matter of did his contract include this termination clause only up until a specified date or did it include the clause up until the end of the season? At whatever point that may be Because if it's a specified date And it's mandated that it's only like You know, I don't know X day in June or X day in July And he has to give notice before then If he wants to leave Then Barcelona And La Liga may have some kind of Like to stand on Not maybe in the spirit of the contract But in, in perhaps the wording of it But in terms of Whether or not If it's something like The contract says Messi uh, can can opt to leave at the end of the season and it doesn't specify really the date or if the date specification is is uh, is kind of like fluid or, or vague then he may very well be able to make an extremely convincing argument to a judge that the season was still being played w- well into August and he told them that he wanted to leave the club at the conclusion of the season after they had played their final game right as he would have been expected to and it would have, in fact, been wrong of him to submit such a request earlier, uh, given the fact that he was still a member of the club, still in play for the season, and it would have been damaging to the team and damaging to um, to Barcelona from a sporting perspective to do so earlier. So I, I really think that if... It, 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 a lot of this depends on what the contract actually says, what has been written down on the line, and we don't really know any of that. That is for... You know, it's for him to know, it's for Barcelona to know, and then it's for lawyers to argue about. Um, but I don't expect that Messi would be quite so adamant in his positions because um, he's already like asked for legal counsel about this. Um, he's gone to lawyers already to talk to them. I don't think he would be so sure about what he's saying and so determined if he didn't know or at least have a pretty firm suspicion um, that he was in the right year so I, I tend to think that he is he's probably correct and Barcelona and the Liga are going around with all these big statements like oh Leo will have to pay like the 700 million release clause there's no other way around it that to me seems like bluster from a bunch of people who stand to lose a huge amount of money from him leaving the the club on a free yeah <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't have anything else to add
1: oh, That was that was hilarious Nick must have talked for about 90 seconds And then gets a
2: yeah I was going to say more and I couldn't think of what to say next So I was like I can't just leave it in silence So I said yeah and then went to say more yeah. And then heard the
1: laugh <laughs> 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 It's like just Left the speechless all be laying all it's, messy
0: news so It's going to be Messy big.
1: business if you ask me
0: oh, Ooh, there, yep. we'll leave it there, So yep. where do you think he's going lads
1: uh, I've I've, I've still Cluj I was, yeah I was going to say I, I said I said CF Cluj before and I'll keep it that's where I believe he's going
0: I He just was, destined, it was destined
1: they live in a country near the uh, Adriatic coast not on the Adriatic coast but near it it's just the way and don't you don't you say Italy's that either
0: I mean Italy isn't Italy is on the Adriatic coast I guess yeah but he'd really want to go to Milan near.
1: Well what country's on the right hand side? Do you of want the to, go to Milan? Oh, Venice FC? No, it doesn't exist, mate. No, Udinese? You wouldn't go you to Venice? Be. That's who you could sign for. Aye. Sorry, I don't have my club map of Italian football teams out. <laughs>
0: Shameful. I don't know Shameful on lack the right of, side of that for the range
1: that they got going down the middle.
0: Disgusting. Absolutely disgusting.
1: Is my internet gone again, or was that? Or are we just very quiet? Pretty oh yes, yeah. my internet did go a bit.
2: Excellent. Is that going to be the theme of this podcast?
1: It will be, and I'll just keep uh, complimenting or, or complimenting, commenting, commentating on it. Yeah, I am. I'm bringing up uh, my Italian club map right now. Ah, he could go play for. Foggia yeah get that Adriatic Coast stuff I love they played for Cal Calgary not Calgary that's in Canada Caligari that's a team you get the whole island of Sardinia to yourself beautiful so what's next Nick
0: what's next well we have the uh, there was some kind of unimportant nonsense that went on with the Community Shield, just kind of, you oh, know, your standard... Oh, yes, the most Standard, important. useless nonsense.
1: Well, Nick, obviously, if, you're, if your favourite team on the planet, Liverpool, uh, would have <laughs> it. It been all about it. But sadly, uh, the wheels are falling off your bandwagon. I didn't even know this was happening. Uh, yes. Arsenal have yeah. won the most prestigious uh, pre-season... it's like a massive 50p coin and uh, it is all ours and Arsenal have now won it what for the the fourth time uh, the fourth time this in 10 years I mean it's it's again we we just never lose it it's ours feck off is this because
0: is this because Arsenal are the team that care the most when they go because Arsenal are the team that are in it the most because they
2: always (laughs) win the FA
0: Cup
1: no but we always win it it's like a 100% win record again like we won it in 2005 we won it against uh, Man City. We beat them three 0 back in 2014. We beat Ch- Mourinho's Chelsea 2015. Then we beat Chelsea again back in 2017. It's just something we always win when we play. And you can't even say like, "Oh, we, uh, oh, like what is it? Like, oh, they put, they tried the hardest or whatever." Liverpool put out a full team. Yeah. And Arsenal, we're missing Arsenal. Control. We're missing Pepe, Lacazette, whatnot. Yeah. And Liverpool had to come back into it Only to lose on penalties Aye Arsenal Ars- it's, it's, it's great when they try so hard and yet lose Nice <laughs> so yeah Arsenal did They got the, got the lead Aubameyang with a cracking goal After some beautiful football from Arsenal As always uh, Then it was just a big slog Liverpool didn't exactly play better Arsenal I think this, this game has also just shown That Arsenal will be competitive next year Which is nice so?
0: Yeah, like no, just generally competitive top top six competitive or league title competitive. I mean,
1: top six top, or six, top
0: four. Like yeah. I don't think Liverpool's
1: going to run away with it. Like,
2: I think it'll just be significantly no. closer. It might go closer to the last day. There won't be like ten. I mean, games once buddy
1: Man City get Lionel Messi, uh,
0: yeah, then it's a <laughs> bit of a
1: worry. Uh, Chelsea have reinforced. They uh, yeah. have their attack. They, yeah, they only win every Timo game. In. Five four next year. Uh, so yeah, or no, But then look at the way Arsenal finished the season. Like we beat Chelsea, who were favourites for the FA Cup. We beat Man here's City a, in the FA Cup semi-final. We beat here's Liverpool. A, here's just a shout.
0: beat Liverpool the week after. There's been. Um, <laughs> we lost the Lost to lost to Aston Villa.
1: <laughs> ah, um, a you have to
0: give the small team something they believe in. <laughs> we're just charitable like that. Here's a thought for you, lads. Um, there's been suggestions coming out. Because obviously, like some of the with with Lyon um, having the, the season be suspended uh, early due to uh, to COVID, and then um, them uh, having not managed to climb high enough um, in the table in that time really have just been to, a top to make European football. So with with that happening and them not being in Europe next year, um, they will likely have to do some business in the transfer window now because they're losing out on a substantial chunk of revenue that they would normally have. Um, their finances aren't looking that bad but they will still have to to pad a little bit um, with no Champions League money coming in um, and that may mean that certain key players are leaving one of whom is uh, Hossem Awar who showed himself to be pretty great in their Champions League run he was phenomenal against Manchester City he was really good against Juventus as well and um, and he he kind of um, showed himself to be a, a quality player, who is you know good on his feet, good tackling, good passing, good creativity. Um, you know he'll take a shot every now and then, um, and he has been uh, reportedly a kind of a uh, one of the players that the club is uh, is probably going to end up uh, selling. He's quite young; he's only twenty three or twenty two years old. He's he's quite 22. young still. Yep. Yeah and Arsenal and, are one of the favorites to get him? Well reportedly yeah because there was, there was um, rumors before about Man City or Juventus uh, or, or maybe um, PSG. Apparently um, he himself is more interested in playing in the Premier League uh, and would like to make a move to a club in the prem. So what I saw was a report that maybe Arsenal, um, or perhaps Man City might be among the candidates, if Man City are seriously making an attempt to try and sign Lionel Messi, I doubt they'll really be um, aching to spend another 50-60 like, million um, on uh, you know uh, central midfielder, that kind of player. Um, so that really gives Arsenal a decent shot if they're willing to pony up and stop sending offers of Guendouzi plus cash. Do you lads think he's worth the price? Do you think that uh, you'd like him in the squad? What are your, what are your opinions, you oh, Arsenal
2: boys? You would like to see any improvement to the squad, first of all, but yes. I don't know about how much they're going to let Arteta spend. You'd like to the, see them say... The asking
0: price is reportedly uh, €50 million Euros and up. And they're probably going to look for up more than anything. Yeah, I'd imagine so. Uh, Jean-Michel Olas who's the, the Lyon president is he's not known for being uh, particularly generous uh, when Aye, selling players
1: think about this Nick they take Ganduzi and 10 million and they could sell Ganduzi for like 80 million in a few years time once he you know wises up
0: <laughs> no they couldn't, you couldn't sell Ganduzi for a fredo, mate
1: yeah well not in a few years time when obviously he uh, taps into that world class potential
0: I saw this announcement come out that like, oh, um, Arteta has has spoken to Guendouzi to tell him that he's got a clean slate at the club and that it's a new season and that everyone starts fresh. And what that really means is we couldn't find anyone who's interested, so you're back here. So please, yeah. please and keep Gindouzi, your
1: head And G- reportedly just left him on scene. <laughs> 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 well, what's interesting as well because Arsenal were reported to sell uh, Nathan Miles, and they were reported to sell Martinez because I know Aston Villa were poking around Martinez Newcastle uh, re- didn't want to spend yeah. 25 million on uh, na- or maintained tiles uh, so but then all of a sudden they're like reported that they're closely signing new contracts with Arsenal which yeah. I'm all for getting maintained tiles but uh, Martinez is interesting because then that might mean Leno would be gone or they're going to keep them both
2: I don't think they keep both I think there's too much money to be made out of one of them Exactly At least You get so much more money for Leno
1: as well 100% And Martinez kind of earned his spot now And Martinez is a banging goalkeeper in FIFA His rating's not even that high But the man just saves everything because he's huge And he's so good in the air Selling to Chelsea for 100 million Jesus Christ
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. Chelsea really do seem to be the, the one club at the moment that are just splashing the cash everywhere I mean they're, they're looking they're for another transfer bomb like it's going
1: out of business I would not like that they did save up some money uh, they got the Champions League money as well after Frank Lampard successfully gated them to that spot so yep. hey, yeah. you give, give Lampard uh, the best chance possible why not uh, oh yeah, we didn't yeah, even make an The they the penalty shootout was fantastic for Arsenal. Arsenal scoring yeah. all five penalties against that fraud Allison. Boy didn't get close once. And uh hilariously uh Liverpool's only miss was from Ryan Brewster, who Klopp brought on with like fifty seconds to go, just so he could take a penalty. <laughs> <laughs> so that bespeckled fraud
0: Outfoxed by football. Lego hair. <laughs> Lego hair. Is that our teta? It is. Fantastic. Uh, right. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah. so that's that's kind of us for for round ball football. Uh, what we might go into now is we're going to do a bit of a recap where we're going to give some of the the dirty details of our uh, fantasy draft in our fantasy league that uh oh, us neck, three by the of.
1: Formula One. Yeah, Nick your favourite sport.
0: Um, I'll bring it in at the yeah, end of the bring
1: Fantastic. It in. How about we just go over it now of two minutes? well because you always and want get to it out to of the way. Rush it Ah well fuck Alright All right, well we don't even need to reveal the results because you already know who won.
0: Yeah that's that much is obvious. Formula One is um, dumb. Okay, but here's what you do need to know about this race that happened this week. So the track is the Spa-Francorchamps circuit in Belgium. The spa
1: was for spa, I was
0: me for watching it. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely track, uh, beautiful location. It's, it's basically, it's like sat between a couple of hills in a forest. Um, so there's a lot of long, uh, long uh, straights, a lot of big, like fast corners. It's actually the longest track that they have on the calendar in terms of the uh, length of one lap. Uh, something like four miles or something like that it's 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 a long long lap to go around the circuit one time and it means that they have a a shorter race in terms of how many laps they only run 44 laps of this circuit um, in comparison to some others that end up having like you know 50 60 70 even and this uh, circuit is known because you the cars have a bit of a balance to make between the faster sections and the the windy bit there's one windy bit in the middle and then there's two faster bits on either side of it and so you can either have a draggy car that goes pretty quickly in the windy bits or you can have a not draggy car that goes really fast on the fast bits and that's kind of the balance mercedes of course because they're op they're a broken character they're your self-insert in fan fiction basically Um, Mop the floor with everyone and are one two all the time, so they don't matter. And then Verstappen is third because he always is. And but then uh, this the race, yeah, and then this race behind Verstappen, uh, in a bit of a twist, you had uh, both Renaults, uh, who finished fourth and fifth, uh, with Ricardo finishing only three seconds behind Verstappen, uh, which was a little bit, I guess, uh, a little bit interesting, even. So that was, uh, that was, I guess, uh, one of the more. One of the more uh, interesting things that could have happened during the course of the race was uh, was Verstappen having uh, maybe some kind of a, a slip in the last lap or something and then maybe Ricardo could have could have fully caught up to him uh, with a little bit of uh, coincidental help. but it wasn't to be so Renault uh, fourth and fifth, and then Ricardo also getting the fastest lap of the race award um, on the last lap of the race he got the fastest lap crossing the flag, taking that point away from Lewis Hamilton and then Albon slots in uh, in the second Red Bull uh, right behind the two Renaults so it was kind of a Renault sandwich with uh, Verstappen uh, above and Albon on the bottom and these these two yellow boys in the middle and after that you had Lando Norris pretty decent race uh, a little bit understated he had a bad start he picked up a few positions afterwards um, didn't get into too much trouble didn't do too too much of much note it was pretty quiet from him but still competent finishes in 7th it's good. Pierre Gasly in eighth place. Um, was very fast all weekend, good qualifying. He got absolutely screwed over, though, by what happened further down the field when Antonio Giovinazzi uh, decided to bin his car in the wall and one of his tyres flew off and absolutely minted George Russell's car. Uh, so there was two, the two cars then, uh, one of the Alfa Romeos and one of the Williams that were plastered all over the track. Um, and that was uh, about lap uh, 13 or 14, I think. And when that happened, everyone goes into the pits to change their tyres, at which point Gasly, who had started on the hard tyre, planning to run long and then take his pit stop later on in the race, was basically fucked um, because his whole gamble was that he would do one long stint at the start and then change to a different tyre and be fast at the end. And now everyone's doing their pit stops during the safety car because you save a lot of time doing it in the safety car so either he can do his pit stop in the safety car and save a lot of time but then fuck up his tyre strategy or he can continue on his tyre strategy not do the pit stop now and then lose out a lot of time to everyone else because they're getting this faster pit stop for free so he got kind of screwed but he still managed to climb back up to 8th after then having to pit um, kind of halfway through the race Um, so very good drive from him decent stuff he looked great and then Stroll and Perez in the two Racing Points uh, coming in behind him. Bit of a disappointing performance for Racing Point, who looked okay at some parts of qualifying, um, but then just in the race they they were they didn't really have any pace. Uh, they fell backwards, I think, a little bit from uh, from where they had qualified maybe, and then just kind of were um, were I wouldn't say easily overtaken by Gasly because they did they did fight it a bit. But Gasly just came from behind them and just ate them for dinner, basically. He, yeah, he, didn't, he, didn't, have, um, he didn't have too much of a hard time um, getting past both of them. He finished five seconds ahead of uh, Stroll. Well, Gasly was voted driver of the day. He was. He was voted driver of the day. And I think it's well-deserved. I think it was well-deserved. Um, his teammate, Danny Kfiat finished then uh, on the other side of a Racing Point sandwich in uh, 11th place so just outside the points for Kvyat which is a shame he did a decent race but at the end he just couldn't uh, couldn't match the pace of of Gasly so Gasly in 8th place then Stroll ninth, Perez 10th Kvyat 11th so after that then we have the real kind of the juice the juicy morsel in this race which was what happened to all of the cars running Ferrari engines which have been revealed to be absolutely fucking bald uh, once you take the cover off the engine there's nothing there there is no hair they that like horse that you see on the front with its like big mane that thing is a fucking toupee because these cars were shite this week um, they had no straight line speed at all which at Spa is really important you know you want to go fast down the big long parts they couldn't do that so Kimi Raikkonen in the Alfa Romeo which is like a, almost like a Ferrari B team finished in 12th place ahead of both Sebastian Vettel and Charles Leclerc who were in 13th and 14th um, in the actual Ferraris basically the team that have almost the most money in the entire sport um, who've been in for ages and ages um, completely shat the nest today
1: yeah, you love a horrible it. result for clearly Raikkonen is the alpha whereas Bottas
0: is the beta <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Räikkönen is um Räikkönen is, love, is I love a Kimi weird Raikkonen. case.
1: He was my favourite driver as a as a yeah. kid. I, don't, I don't, yeah.
0: honestly, I don't know why, but he was. I think everyone just knew Kimi Räikkönen. He's 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 a funny guy. He's the kind of person that when he's in a press conference, they'll asking like this big long question with you know three different parts to it and all these details, and his answer will be like, mm, no.
1: and you know what I and then think He'll it walk was... away. I remember reading that he was paid like over 20 million to not race for the year
0: <laughs> that is I, I was just
1: thinking that as such a king
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah that is um, that is possibly something that, that may have happened I'm not too brushed up on the details there but, um, but they, they do have weird situations like that sometimes where um, a driver needs is planning on going to one team or the other but they don't have the space at the moment so they do these weird things but yeah and then uh, in the, the final positions you had Grosjean in 15th uh, for Haas Latifi in 16th for Williams uh, Madison 17th for uh, for Haas again um, the Haas is another victim of the dog shit Ferrari engines who had no pace at all in the straight line sections uh, Latifi in the Williams uh, one of the worst cars on the field is you know finished ahead of another car fair enough and then uh, Giovinazzi and Russell of course who uh Went to the dodging cars and uh, did not finish the race. And Carlos Sainz in the McLaren, who had an exhaust failure uh, right before the race, and so wasn't able to actually start the race at all and did nothing. There you have it. There you have it.
1: Has Hamilton retired yet? Could he retire? I think he has a contract.
0: I think with Mercedes, actually. He could. He could. He could very possibly uh, do half the races of the season, retire, and still win the title. Uh, because he is just that much farther ahead of everyone else, and it's ridiculous. Honestly, uh. Otas is is, is providing seven. some real gimp energy at the moment. Yeah, in that Hamilton, second Mercedes Hamilton C. could retire,
1: and then Bottas would still find a way to finish behind him.
0: Yeah, no, he'd finish. By, he'd
2: still finish behind Verstappen. It would He's just such be the a difference. cock.
0: Yeah, no, it's 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 becoming a little bit frankly just dull the fact that you you know going into the race what's going to happen and it kind of saps some of the excitement we because some of the Euro, stuff that's happening farther our, down Euro, the order Roseburg, like this, the, Roseburg, the, they, the really interesting stuff that was happening in this race was between um, Ocon and, and Albon who had a pretty extended fight for 5th place that went all the way up until like I think the, the last lap or the lap before the last lap maybe um, when Ocon finally was able to get past Albon for fifth place, um, and then uh, obviously what was happening with Gasly, where he uh, he started well, was making progress, and then he got screwed over by the, the the safety car, and then he had to pit go way back down the order again. Um, he was in last place after pitting, um, I think, either in last place or second to last place after pitting, and then came out and then worked his way back up to eighth place. Um, Really great drive from him. So there was there was interesting stuff happening, but just none of it is is at the top. You know, first place, second place, third place. Basically, nothing happened the entire race. The people who qualified first, second, and third finished in exactly that order. In fact, you have to go all the way down to fifth place before you get a change in the order, and that was Ocon moving up one spot um, to beat Albon. So.
2: All right. how many you just, races is that they've done now by the way is that like number 6 or so 7
0: this is, this is the 7th round of, of, the, of the championship uh, next week they'll be heading over to Monza in uh, Italy which is another track with a lot of um, straight line sections where it demands a kind of low drag a uh, lot of engine power and where you can expect the Ferraris to be absolutely fucking terrible so right. that's next week so, uh, tune we in we
1: gave way too much time for the uh, Formula 1 yep. alright Connor take it away with the draft it. despise it uh, just a, a few quick ones we didn't report that uh, we didn't report that Leeds have signed Rodrigo the bloody striker from Valencia who's a very who's a very good striker and they spent a decent amount on him uh, they, well, they made a lot of money out of them they spent 27 million Leeds
0: they're I like, like to just pretend that Leeds are
1: not there anymore. <laughs> what a project. <laughs> it forget. is a big jump for him. <laughs> Jesus. It's but a culture, culture shock, we'll say. Um, also, there was just a report there that uh, the Eagles uh, the Eagles, were practicing there. Uh, they were doing a few scrimmages uh, with Jalen Hurtson instead of Carson Wentz. Uh, it's known as their playoff package. <laughs> Ha 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 ha. <laughs> ha 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 Yeah, you gotta prepare for when he inevitably goes down injured.
0: Um, I'm so, sorry, Jadavian so, Clowney does yes. not have a team, so we are good next year.
1: Well, he could be on the Eagles. Uh, there's also a report that uh, Jalen Hager got hurt over and he's my heading inside. Fucking
0: dead body.
1: He is a great player. Uh, yeah, there's a report Jalen Hager, Jalen Hager, uh, Jalen Rager got hurt, and he's heading inside to get checks but obviously I'm just reporting that and I will not report an update I just want Nick to panic um okay so we had a very very funny fantasy draft some good teams some bad teams some just downright awful decisions I can't uh I'll I'll start with it the very the first round was very running back heavy out of the 12 teams 10 running backs were chosen and uh Obviously, the wide receivers were also... Oh, wait, no, they weren't, because 2 8 chose two quarterbacks. Yes. Matthew's cahoots, <laughs> bloody... Uh, his body's... Matthew's cahoots? Doesn't uh, even make sense. The guys he brought in, obviously, Matthew was a genius, because he knew, I'll bring in these two numbskulls. <laughs> to take running bit, or to take QBs in the first round.
2: I have been saying that for the last while. We don't. We will get a different cho- choice at running back in numbers eleven and twelve for Nick and I, because people will take quarterbacks.
1: I know, but I expected it from other people, not, uh, not, t- not the two ones you brought in. Uh, so you have homosexuals, who is Jamie, and yeah. then uh, Diarmid. Uh, Diarmid, Diarmid I'm not sure we should be
0: really be putting people on blast. Here. <laughs> oh, well, no, because the
2: to be fair, the quarterbacks they got at least were. Mahomes and Jackson, so they will get high scores. And they came back then in the second round and got Eckler and Jones. I'll say this. So they did still do well. Three
1: QBs taken in the first two rounds will definitely put up so much points. But they took three QBs in the first two rounds.
2: Well, I think if we let everyone. Well, I know Duncan's our only listener and he knows exactly who was picked. But if you give anyone 32 chances to guess who the third overall QB was. I don't think they'd guess
1: I think they might it's a bit silly I think they I might wouldn't. given that uh, like Dak Prescott uh, was usually going as either the QB3 or 4 so I just
2: don't fair. I don't understand him going that early
1: yeah alright so the way it went a bunch of running backs got chosen there was no real surprises in terms of like which running backs got chosen in the first uh, I guess
0: Josh Jacobs going. Josh third Jacobs went quite early. Yeah. yeah, Josh
1: Jacobs went third overall, but he could. He's going into his <sighs> second year, and he had a very impressive first did year. Duncan he also easily, not Have a theme. Josh Jacobs could easily outscore Ezekiel Elliott this year, especially if his uh
0: his rushing yards increase. And plus, you, well, get, we'll you, got, you got John Gruden,
1: man. John Gruden's old fashioned
0: uh, man. And so, Connor, who did you end up with in the first?
1: Uh, I ended up with. Uh, <laughs> A Chiefs running back, Clyde Edwards Hil- Edwards Hilaire, because Chiefs running good, backs uh, always do really well. Uh, interesting report: Dalvin Cook uh, went at number nine. Yeah, Sarah picked him up, and I would be very worried. Like, there's, I would have avoided Dalvin Cook, especially like in future drafts. If you're like doing one tonight or this weekend, uh, the the like the, the Vikings picked up. Uh, Yannick Ngakwe and and they spent a second round pick to get him so they are going to pay him next year and they already have enough cap issues so that means Dalvin Cook is not going to be a Viking next year there is no way in hell so yep Uh, to end off the round Matthew and Nick they took Nick, Nick Nick Chubb and Joe Mixon and then Nick doubled up at the old running back position with Miles Sanders.
0: So, yeah, I'm which a fan is, of those. Um, The only 12th pick of the draft in the first round, and then I had the first pick in the second round. Uh, so just two two running backs who look pretty decent, who can get involved in the passing game, uh, which is important when you're playing in mm. uh, PPR or, or half PPR, uh, like we are. Yeah. So, yeah, tiny business, I think.
1: Despite... Despite Matthew choosing Austin Eckler in every mock draft. Yep. And despite me going on for weeks about how you should always choose uh two running backs and just ignore their wide receivers until the third round. Matthew went ahead and got himself Michael Thomas.
2: Because normally I'll I'll go through and spoil it, this isn't what happened. Normally my first four picks, I think, in every mock draft were Nick Chubb or somebody similar Austin Eckler then I went OBJ and Tyler Lockett as soon as Michael Thomas was available I threw that out the window because he hasn't been available because people uh, don't normally take two quarterbacks in the first round <laughs> I suppose so I suppose so one of those would have been Michael Thomas normally in any mock draft I've been in
1: yeah I still would have avoided yeah. Michael Thomas like the plague I don't Matthew think this would've. is where you got an F on the uh Draft grade report. What did you
2: get, Connor? And actually, a worse F somehow. According somehow to got the a draft grading.
1: I think it was purely because I drafted uh, Philip Rivers, which is fair enough.
2: Yeah, I think you got a worse QB, and that's it.
1: I got a stupid QB. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I fully admit that, a, that was an awful pick, but uh, we'll get to
0: that later. Um, Connor's quarterback sells Avon.
1: Yeah so more In this round More wide receivers went Travis Kelsey was the first uh, Tight end to go Unsurprisingly He went with the Fourth pick in the second round uh, Then I managed to pick up Kenyon Drake So guys You may as well ho- You may as well give me The uh, the title already
2: I think Dermot Getting Lamar Jackson And Austin Eckler Was Austin Eckler Was a big bounce back For him
1: Yeah I mean He'll After likely still have The QB one You know Yeah If Lamar Jackson Hasn't been found out
2: Oh, and that'll be interesting to see. But and
1: then, towards the end of the, towards the end of the round, um, the uh, Land cruise Duncan picked up a uh, felt another bird, uh, well another plunder bird, as that would be his theme. Uh, through the draft, I'm sorry, lads. I'm I'm currently my mum came in and gave me like a fudge brownie, brownie thing.
0: <laughs> so now I'm currently eating that. <laughs> Pure professionalism. I'll carry on from here. So could have Duncan just took uh, D Hop uh, then uh, for his second pick, uh, tenth yep. pick of the second round, uh, taking a wide receiver. Unpopular move, but I suppose he was. Uh, I think he felt at the time that maybe he was uh, He might lose out on the good, the good bird slash pirate themed wide receivers, uh, as there are oh so few. Uh, I mean, I uh, then came back. In the third round And Oh no no Before that I had Are to say skipping over so then,
1: skipping over this, what, One of the first y- Big laughs Of the day Yeah we passed her to Alright okay <laughs> the, first,
0: the first big uh, Kind of like Blink and you'll miss it moment So we had James Conner Going in the uh, 11th pick of the second round And then No other than Dak Prescott himself A franchise man Going in the Last pick of the second round Which was just a weird one And it's that was uh, Someone following up Christian McCaffrey Which is is horrendous because they're not going to get punished for this uh, obviously bad pick
1: I I mean could end up how you did last year he did follow it up with Tyree Kill yeah. which was which is obviously a decent player yeah uh, and like him, could end up being the, the top because sco- he, could, he could end up having he could literally end up having the top scoring running back QB and wide receiver with these like three picks yeah, that's uh, possible. Yeah, but obviously you don't need to draft your QB this high, and I'm assuming Dak Prescott would have lasted all the way back around the, the his uh, fourth round pick. Yeah, oh, well, definitely. Uh, you see a player you want, you go get him.
0: Uh, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, then moving on, we had George Kittle at the tight end, uh, second tight end drafted, uh, second pick of the third round. Then Chris Carson. Uh, Aaron Thielen Mike Evans yeah, OBJ run. and then Connor your third pick I'll say this I got Kenny Galladay which
1: ho ho, ho get Rex Scrubs. Yeah. Uh, good pick up. OBJ got drafted nearly a round earlier than his ADP
2: yeah so that is he big, got, uh, big name value AM. right there Mo yeah. Miller saw an AM and just yeah it.
1: Mm.
2: fair enough yeah? I'm very proud uh, and, as well. Uh,
1: I'm very proud of this like, run because this is usually where Todd Gurley Todd Gurley uh, Le'Veon Bell and Leonard Fournette goes so I'm glad it, it he, like they were completely ignored for this bit that <laughs> um, oh, was nice that was nice Sarah had another yeah. overreach uh, yep well actually no I saying another overreach she, she had her first overreach by getting yeah. Russell Wilson Mr Unlimited Mr <laughs> Unlimited yep. uh, Draft the whitest QB in the league <laughs> with that pick okay uh then I don't know, Connor. it is like drafting Russell Wilson there is as bad as drafting Dak Prescott at the end of the second I don't think so. Yeah, it's I uh, think so because uh if you go to my Q B tiers, then Dak Prescott is a tier two Q B, whereas Russell Wilson is a tier five. Yeah, but that's your opinion. Mr. Inconsistent
2: I still think he'll do <laughs> he'll probably end up as one of the top five. Yeah, but he won't above, be he'll end up above Dak, I think.
1: I don't think he will. I think he Dak's in a bre- Dak is in an offense where they go, "Hey Dak, you go through this ball. It's first set there <laughs> yes. Where that doesn't happen for Russell Wilson, and plus Dak Prescott is in a better offense than he was last year, and yeah, he, he, he should scored do Russell well, yeah. so much by so much. Yeah,
2: not saying Dak won't do well, but I'm surpri- I'm still surprised Dak went before Russell Wilson, uh, and so even more surprised I am not- that what. That that is going in like every
1: draft. He's going before Russell Wilson in every draft.
2: I don't know. It's well, they're both taken. They're both (laughs) taken before the third round is finished. Is definitely fucking
1: surprising. Yeah, but I'd rather have Dak than Russell. Um, Then we had this like this run on running backs. Uh, We have three runner backs: Fournette David Johnson, Jonathan Taylor. How do you feel about having David Johnson, Matthew?
2: I'm I'm Hop I'm backing Bill O'Brien. That's what I'm doing. <laughs>
0: That's a dangerous thing to do.
2: For I'm backing him as a coach, not a GM. There
1: we go. Yep, I think uh, I agree there. I think David Johnson will be used out of spite. What is my dog choking yeah. on?
2: He has to do well. to justify the Hopkins trade.
1: And then Nick chose a back up backup running back in Jonathan Taylor. The man is very impressive in shorts. I'll give you that. He looks like another beast <laughs> But we'll see how it goes I yeah. then followed it up By taking Cooper Cup, uh, Who is a wide receiver Of the PFF hit Because uh, he is not as good As his fantasy stats Allude to Allegedly Doesn't matter He, he just big slot receiver He catch touchdown <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah That's it be good. That's all it is It doesn't matter It'll be good uh, Melvin Gordon next Matthew I, like, Honestly If I had David Johnson And Melvin Gordon I would feel fantastic For being someone Living in 2017 Or 2016 I know It's,
2: <laughs> it's just Melvin Gordon I needed a third Running back At the time And just went You know what He's there
1: oh, It, it kind of feels gross I'll be honest I feel like no. I
2: That was Melvin Gordon For me uh, David Johnson I'm back And I think He'll do well Melvin Gordon I think I just Picked a running back
1: Right, then I think uh, yeah. All right, then nothing else. The way I like the everyone went on queue, I managed to get Robert Woods another fantastic move. I w- I remember oh, I'll take you back there now. I was stuck in a in a conundrum: should I choose Robert Woods or should I choose Tyler Lockett? <laughs> Are they the same player? Possibly. <laughs> Uh, but no, I went with uh, Robert Woods because I'd rather be part of the L.A. Rams offense than the Seahawks offense, as yeah. good as Tyler Lockett is. Uh, Fair enough. You go on, uh, Todd Gurley got taken by the same guy who chose uh, a QB in round one. Uh, Le'Veon Bell, you know, grand. Raheem Mostert, thought that was a bit that was a bit high. A yeah, then yeah. Tyler Lockett, uh, another bird. Uh DJ Murr, good pick. DK Metcalf, alright. I think that's a bit I wouldn't take DK over uh DJ Shark or AJ yeah. Brown. So I was so finishing him. up then the,
0: the first four rounds, uh I think we can just go in the through now and just um give any kind of like notable picks that uh that caught your eye. So uh Connor, do you wanna go first? Do you have any notable picks that caught your um, eye afterwards in the Ka- the following I'll rounds? Say this. Kareem
1: Hunt is definitely gonna be a backup <sighs> running back. Um yeah. So the so last year what was interesting about Kareem Hunt is that it, it felt like he had split like you know, it was like you, you split carries between uh Chubb and uh and himself, but actually he was on the field or Nick Chubb was on the field uh when Kareem Hunt yeah. got most of the, the car ice. So it was kinda of like a split backfield where they were like one was lined up to the left like QB, one was to the right. So they were kinda of doing trick plays. Uh Kevin Safanti did nothing of that nonsense. He had one runner back on the field and I gave it to him. Um Fair enough. So yeah. um, I got obviously Alexander Madison only only featured whenever Dalvin Cook was out injured.
0: So yeah. I don't know how well Kareem Hunt will be doing. Alright then. Um I think that the the next real I think notable pick that came up here was uh, the ninth pick of the fifth round. Yeah. We were all looking the same place. Yeah. The next big yeah. laugh Whoa. of the draft. This was, this was a kind of the big question mark moment where the Pittsburgh Steelers defense were chosen, which yep. had us all kind of like blinking and rubbing our eyes. I mean, this it was very, really early. Uh,
1: this is the signs uh, of a home phew. league with people who don't yeah. uh, put too much research on
0: <laughs> it. Yeah, you know, you've got an empty position on your, uh, your draft list. You pick someone up. That's just how it is. Sometimes.
2: I mean, we'll get to the next pick of hers after, but yeah.
1: Oh, hang on! I mean, let me let me just see. Hang on, there's a bit of a bit of news about Cooper Cup. What's this? He suffered a low ankle sprain.
2: Mm. <laughs> He'll be back in like a week and a half, two mm. weeks.
1: He'll mm. be fine.
2: He might be back before oh, the down. league starts.
1: Oh, collapsing for Nick Went with a soft tissue injury. Rager with an injury. Le'Veon Bell Go taking on. second team snaps.
0: What does that have to do with me?
1: Well, obviously the Eagles fan, and then the Cooper Cup fantasy. What is Le'Veon, Le'Veon, well, Le'Veon Bell? I just said Le'Veon Bell because it was part of the tweet. But it's <laughs> kind of right. funny. It's kind of it's kind of funny that Le'Veon Bell is currently being usurped by Frank Gore. <laughs> oh, crazy. Alright, sorry. Uh, We could just go straight to the next suspicious pick, which was by the same person, Sarah, as she took Mason Crosby. Clearly, instead of getting a second person at any given position, she wanted to fill up every position.
2: Um, That was a joke. It got round here, and Connor just says,
1: Off of him. Alright, Justin Tucker, let's move on. And then fucking flashes up. Yeah, it's
0: not even that she
1: took Mason. It's not even. Okay, it is that she took a kicker. It was an awful idea. But. Mason Crosby. The Packers weren't a great offense last year.
2: Neither uh, was Mason Grosby even a good kicker.
1: Last was, year, at he points. was good.
2: He was good. He was a fine kicker. he, no, he was good he as in,
1: a... he was a kicker, and he made almost all his kicks. But you take a kicker who's in a great offense and likes to do field goals, like like I'm looking at the two that were drafted in the ninth round: Will Lutz Justin Tucker. I would have taken yeah. both of them before. I'd take on Harrison Buckner. I'd take Greg Zerline I'd take Gould. Where the fuck did Duncan draft Zane Gonzalez? Uh, so <laughs> here's Duncan complaining about how uh, I'm go, we're going all the way to the fifteenth round. Though I remember Duncan got annoyed that Carlos Hyde got taken because he wanted him, yeah. and oh, yet yeah. he had the chance to take him, but he took Zane to Gonzalez. Yeah, <laughs> oh god. He ended up he left with Sean McCoy. Then I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I continue.
0: Right, well, we've I got mean, him. I'm, I'm, I'm fairly happy to just uh, to just call it there. I think um, one of the suspicious picks for me was uh, this sixth pick in the twelfth round, all the way down there. Uh, Connor finally decides that he's going to take a quarterback and who does he choose to draft, but <laughs> Philip Rivers
1: dodgy dodgy uh, yeah I mean at that point he was the 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 15, 16, 17 he was the 19th QB taken off the board which is a, well but which is mad people were taken a backup QB was taken in round 8 and once again it was the same person Who's who drafted this? Todd Gurley oh Joe. Oh yeah, backup for the team. Sorry, yeah, so Josh Allen was. Josh, why would you take a backup? It, it was very yeah. home league. You know, defenses started being taken around nine, around around nine. Backup <laughs> we defenses were taken. Were yeah, there any backup the kickers taken? No, no,
2: everyone there took wasn't. at most one kickers.
1: All right, grand. Well,
2: me uh, and you didn't even take any. Or defense,
1: because we're smart.
2: Well, I went to take the Seahawks defense in round fourteen, and Nick Clean just fucking. Slid in there and took them with a final
1: pick in the 13th. But even there, I think I think uh, Matthew, you should be counting your lucky stars that he did. That I didn't get a defense. Or even the Seahawks' defense, because I don't think they'll be that great. Well, it
0: was just, yeah, they the were probably Seahawks the best Seahawks defense available. for me. Were just a, they were just the most likely pick to piss for Matthew the off. The
1: Chargers were taken. Alright, so. Uh, any other surprises because I gotta be honest uh, Cam Newton wasn't drafted which was a very big surprise I don't know if it was um, alright so someone took Daniel Jones over Cam Newton Danny
2: James at one point was the best available player and I think he was auto drafted Connor whenever oh, was he forced
1: he? the was he uh, <laughs> that was a funny moment <laughs> I don't know if the, the computer would auto draft a backup no, that, that's, that seems like something Garth would have just taken uh, maybe but I don't know I don't know Um, yeah I mean I would have took Cam Newton above Derek Carr but Probably obviously Baker Derek Mayfield. Carr was taken for a banger joke I'd take him above Baker Mayfield I'd take him above Joe Burrow Uh, Ryan Tannehill Jared Goff Tom Brady I'd take him above Tom Brady I think ooh that's interesting Tom oh no actually Tom Brady's a backup QB because <laughs> he took his boy Baker Mayfield
2: wasn't. was taken as the third QB for a team oh dear
1: Jesus what is Jamie So
2: doing? I, d- <laughs> I do think that was that has to have been autodrafted I'm going to go look at the chat now I don't know the end of Any it's I, all so forced oh Nick your last two picks
1: aye Nick's last two picks were banging he chose Derek Carr as his backup QB and then got Derek Carrier
0: as the backup tight end no Jamie yeah prepared. Derek Carrier the actual real person whose name is Derek Carr I-E-R Carrier who plays for the same team, the Raiders? Who just happens to be a tight end. He even looks kind of similar. It is just hilarious. So yeah, so this 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 draft did really sum up what a
1: fantasy, what a, what most of your home drafts will look like. People will definitely overvalue QBs. They'll yeah. undervalue other positions. They'll think Melvin Gordon still good. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they'll draft kickers in round six or maybe round nine.
2: Well, Melvin Gordon, I think going to Denver, I think he will beat out Philip Lindsay.
1: Okay, possibly. Well, what he will again, that was not. just a pick to get what another run back. Be doing Matthew is splitting carries with him.
2: I've had I had success with Royce Freeman a couple of weeks last year when I needed a bye week covered. That just so I'm back. That it. just
1: sounds atrocious. <laughs> No, it was
2: like Freeman. one week. I remember you were so annoyed but cuz we went out the next day. And Connor comes up to me so fucking pissed off cuz everything was just working out cuz I lifted Royce Freeman for one game and he went off.
1: Uh that was like to be fair I suffered one time in the in my first final. Uh, the first final I won against Benson. Benson at the last minute picked up uh, Antonio Gates who managed yeah. to get 14 points. In in his final, which was just... And and the worst part is, he got 14 points because uh, they were on the goal line and I had Melvin Gordon and Philip Rivers fumbled. He fumbled the ball and had to get it and then went back about four or five yards and then he had to throw it to Antonio Antonio Bloody Gates. So that was a 10-point swing. I have all the bad luck in finals. I know I've won them. I know I've won the two, but I have bad luck. Even the one I won against Sarah... I had Evan Ingram Evan Ingram scored a touchdown but they rolled him down uh, short even though in the replays he wasn't but instead of them challenging it they just went "Ah, right, whatever we got Sa- Saquon Barkley who Sarah had and just ran him in all these swings
2: See, only I am the, you uh, would complain about the margin by which you ended up winning the I final. am the
1: underdog but at the time you're the not the underdog the <laughs> at the time I am the underdog everyone the has underdog. to cheer for me I am. Conor, I have never been under you're a just single a fan. I am always hard done by in fantasy. Yet I persevere. I make smart moves, and I fight to come out on top.
0: Doesn't Conor, always work out. You're out illegal, fortunate at times, and illegal, morally dubious trades, such with as that are not, such <laughs> as with teams that aren't in the league anymore. Such as Nick. <laughs> such as whatever the fuck was going on with Duncan last year.
1: What did go on with Duncan last year?
0: I'm mean, going have you to go and look to? through the records I don't, I don't know there's just some questionable proof here there was some questionable trade activity going there through were there were some times where Connor would. some players who'd move team and you'd think hmm
1: oh like when Christian McCaffrey uh, went to uh, went for what was it Emmanuel Sanders
0: sounds <laughs> <laughs> <No, no, laughs> no, no, no. more
1: suspicious than anything Nick
0: I still remember no, he was <laughs> traded he was traded for Mark Ingram that's still mad it's not my fault that Duncan lost faith
2: there's so many times Connor would always chance his arm with trades and as you should you should always push out and try and get your best value for trades (laughs) then I remember Mackie coming to me one day everyone was fucking bitching and moaning at him offering too little (laughs) and Connor apparently went to Mackie and said here you need to wise up with your trades I did I did. <laughs> I
1: was like the cheek of Connor O'Connell what of all the fucking. Of I make good I make I talk beforehand. Like one of the trades I made last year, I traded Alvin Kamara, my third overall pick. Like the third overall pick for Dalvin Cook. I went and got a player lesser in the draft board and it just worked out fine for me. It's just the way it works.
2: Oh, but what I'm saying is, you would be always be like, you have to chance your arm, get the best possible deal. Someone else goes to do it here, lad. Less that there. Aye, but no, you're you making discuss sad. The, before,
1: you discuss the <laughs> trade. You work out the trade beforehand. Not not just every week. You go, right, I'm going to try and get his best player for a half-eaten donut. <laughs> That's how Bill O'Brien works. Look at him. It's the other way. About. Bill O'Brien I works. I want your half-eaten donut for <laughs> Oh, it's too fresh. Let me wait a week. No, it's stale. All right. Is there anything else we want to go on about? Uh, no, I'm good. Nick, it's your last podcast for a couple of weeks.
0: Um, yeah, for for a wee while. So I'm I'm now. I've uh, I've finished my term of uh, my term of uh, my uh, my contract here in Hong Kong. So I'm going to be leaving Hong Kong uh, fairly soon uh, within a, uh, about a week. Uh, within a, yeah. I uh, you don't know Nick
1: is actually a uh, he is the left back for the Hong Kong uh, Rangers. A local oh, Rangers team. Connor Rangers. that's not my fault. Look no. it up. <laughs>
2: oh is that an actual team I yes. thought you just made a spell. that, that on, is an right
0: actual that team. team that is an actual team that plays in the Bank of China Premier League in Hong Kong and uh, Nick is one of their not, star
1: players and uh, now his no, contract is
0: at an end no, no that, is, that is absolutely not the case um, but no I'm I'm, uh, I'm moving house so I'll be in a in a bit of a weird different situation because moving house is all difficult in the best of times and then with coronavirus it just throws a whole lot of extra spanners in there yeah. Uh, to just jump transferred to the Cardiff Devils so, so uh, we'll, uh, who are not a, a soccer team uh, they I, play I ice, hockey. ice soccer team ice soccer okay All right. ice soccer is a good right. sport alright fine <laughs> yeah so I'll be away from the the comfort of my uh, my little uh, podcasting setup uh, here in uh, here in Hong Kong uh, until I can uh, fix something up on the other end There may be a a bit of a dearth of uh, podcast appearances for me in the meantime.
1: Aye, so it'll be the uh, the first edition of the Matthew Connor Fuck Nick podcast. No more F1. It's all Arsenal Seahawks and We do not do that to Nick, Uh, we say that to Nick. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> every week every week and every week it gets put back in <laughs> yeah
2: you know, we, we always end up watching it too as much as Connor complains about it I reckon he's seen every race
0: Connor yeah getting, getting tricked
2: into watching Formula 1 he I needs will, to know what he's complaining about Oh, exactly. never! We will exactly. get a
1: nice gap if Matthew tries to if Matthew tries to talk about the Formula One next time. I will kick him from the, <laughs> the chat and just talk on my own for an hour and a half. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, then. Fantastic. All okay, right. so uh, that's us. You can find us uh, on Instagram at World of No Sport. I think Duncan already follows us, Nick. Fantastic. <laughs> well you can find us on Instagram at world of no sport. Uh, every now and then we post something. If you're lucky, you know, just, just you know what? Cherish them. Don't feel entitled. We post sometimes <laughs> when we do, you're welcome. Okay. All right. Thanks. Uh, you can email us that we at a uh, world of no sport at gmail.com. You can check up our website where we have got some written up pieces, uh, where we've got all of our uh, past podcasts. If you want to look through, um, at uh, the dot com, uh, and if you want to, you can also follow us on Twitter, where we post uh, new podcasts, uh, articles, and also get into beef with minor Irish NFL figures. And um, what's that at
1: Connor? XFL for live underscore underscore <laughs> in there somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. exactly. Uh, you yeah, can also... we might get more. There might be more content going down the line if I can rope uh, Chris into filming for us. he probably would. Yeah, aye, probably. He'll yeah, do a few it videos. All. Do it all. I'll ask for some sketches. Chris is unemployed, so he's doing nothing. I say he's unemployed. He actually has like phone work or something, but you know,
2: he might but, want to goof off. Thank God we're all in the UK now, though, because we're all going to be employed, and that's going to be a nightmare to try and organize if. Say so Nick was still in China, Matthew. Matthew, you speak too soon. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, I'm employed anyway for the first time since oh, we started the Matthew, podcast. You have a job. <laughs> okay, Connor Big money, big <laughs> money, <laughs> Matthew. So, Matthew, you're the one going to make the bets next week for the uh, Connor and Matthew betting extravaganza. Always annoyed, so I always bet. Always why? I. I'll we'll need you to uh, de forward, deposit hundred pound, and I want. I'm going to do 10 ten pound bets. Connor, just put your dole cheque on it. No, because I need to pay rent. I don't. Uh, I don't have the luxury of living at home with money. You've paid your rent, and you do currently live at home. Lies, fake news, fake news. <laughs> this is right going right.
2: off the reels, but anyway. All
1: right, we'll catch you. We'll catch you all later. Catch you, cats on the flip flop.
0: All right, cheers. Cheers. Right, see you, later. Have you all right. Vote Trump Bye, bye, Duncan. <laughs> Do not fucking do that. Do not do that. He's a fuckwit.